Hey everyone, and welcome to BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra, broadcast live at Radish Digital, that's digital with a J, a show that breaks down special events, projects, dates, and silos within the BlockPacks ecosystem. A special thank you to Outer Lumen for allowing us to excerpt part of her life, death, and NFT spaces. Now, without further delay, let's get to this broadcast of BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra. GM, GM, that music gets me every time I'm going to play, uh... I am excited about today's show for two reasons. First of all, my friend Ruth's going to come by and we're going to chat about currents. And I'm hoping I can coerce him into giving some uh, some allow lists for folks. And I'm also excited because it is not often that I come across a new project. <laughs> and like, you know me, I've been in the depths of, of, of NFT projects forever now. But I found this project and it's actually super significant. And I'll get Divide to come up as well because he was in on this journey with me. So there's a bunch of amazing new community members too that I welcome <laughs> because yeah, I ended up joining uh, this community and I uh, Divide and I each have one from this project. So you don't think I bought like a whole bag and now I'm shilling it to you. I bought one because it's gonna be in my book. <laughs> And this one's not CCO, so I need to own one so that I can put it in my book. And then Divide's like, well, you can't have one and me not have one because you know how it goes. Like, we live in the same house. If we can, we're going to each get one. So that's what happened. So just so you know, for full disclosure of of that. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to talk about it because I want to tell you how I found it. It's kind of ridiculous. And yeah, it's going to be pretty good. So that those two things are for me. I'm stoked about lot of folks that are new in this new community I'm a part of. So maybe Divide and I can can dive into this new project I discovered and share that story. And then we can reset and then we can chat about um, Root's project too. So let's let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So so here's the tale of tales because I'm I'm pretty excited about this. And I guess background to the new people listening. Um, for the last I want to say two and a half now years. I guess if you don't know me, um, I was the creative director with Hashmasks for two years, and then I worked at Yuga Labs for eight months as a UX designer. Um, there wasn't on my bingo card to do that. I helped out a friend. And so what was on my bingo card was finishing my coffee table book, which I've been working on. I had to put that aside, but now I'm back to working on it. So what I've been doing is I've been researching and documenting uh, proof of work, specifically first collections that are NFT projects. Um, that are on Ethereum and doing really deep dives into traits. And so the idea of the coffee table book is to really just look at like a reflection of our own digital identity through all of the different traits on proof of work, starting with the punks and that drum roll ending with. And so this brings me to the story. So we pulled a bunch of data, Divide and I are sitting around and I'm like, okay, on my to-do list for grooming and cleaning data more than I already have because the methods for this have been evolving. And so this latest iteration, I'm like, okay, proof of work, right? So September 15th, let's go find out the exact time (laughs) when this happened. And for those who don't know, Divide and I run a validator. So like this is extra important and why we care about this like merge, right? So... So I go and I look at the database and I see like a bunch of projects there. And I'm like, okay, but which, like, I don't know. I, I had the date pegged kind of like approximately. And this was the time to go and finally look on the very last, like the last time 
because I have the date and time for my list of projects. And in my database, I have about 7,700 projects that are PFPs on proof of work. So let that one sink in with traits. Um, and so I'm like, okay, but I do need to cap this. There is an official last project. I know anything so far, except I know that there is one and we're about to find it. And then we go looking for when the official date and time is, which was actually harder to find than you think. But we pegged it down. It was September 15th, 6.43 a.m. UTC, which was 2.43 a.m. our time. And I do I do recall um, that it was late because Divide and I like tried to stay up for it. And, and we were like, okay, this is kind of insane, but let's go. So we stayed up for, for the merge. Anyways, we filter everything. Da, 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 da. I look at the very last one and it says lost miners of the ether. <laughs> And then we get excited. We're like, wait, for real? Like, because I my expectation was that this was going to be just like some random thing that like squeaked in, right? Like my hypothesis on this is that some project ended up being the last project and it's just going to be like an artifact in the data. That is not the case. And we were so pleasantly surprised that team got together and created Lost Miners of the Ether. And it is the last fully minted and deployed contract on proof of work. And so we just like deep dove <laughs> this project because we're like, wait, these people are nerdy and techie, just like us. This is so awesome. And we had like not heard about it. So I'm excited about it because I found out about the project through my data set. And I've like I found out about a lot of different projects in my data set, none of which piqued my interest in that way. Like they piqued my interest in digital identity, all of those kind of things, but haven't done that yet for like something that's so techy. So this is the last project in my data set for for proof of work Ethereum PFPs. <laughs> but I couldn't believe that I discovered it this way. So there's definitely people listening from the community. You guys are the OGs here. If you want to request and come up and 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 talk about this project, I'm so here for it because it's awesome. Now that you heard my story of finding it. So then I put some offers on it. And then one of the community members had one that I liked. So I ended up um, getting it. And then Divide was like, well, I need one too. So he went and grabbed one. The promo was strong. Yeah, he was like, I can't let you have one and, and, and me not have one. But I don't know, Divide, like if you want to add anything to this, to this like, you know, afternoon of ours, but we were just having so much fun. Yeah, my favorite, I've had a bit of a cough or a cold, so excuse my voice. But uh, I, I loved when we ran through the cutoff date right and then like you've got your code and you're like well is that code right i don't know well run it find out and then you like go to the last contract uh that's in the new data set and you open the contract up and you're like okay well what's this going to be and the, the, the you know the lost miners and you're just like okay well that's probably a working data set then i'm pretty sure that 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 will be the last contract so that was pretty great and then the other the other thing i remembered was uh trying to remember when the merge actually happened because you're right we did stay up uh, but eventually i had to go to bed because it happened um almost three in the morning so yeah that was uh that was pretty exciting they uh they have like a whole git book on it and so as we were diving into this like when i usually see a project I'm kind of like, okay, let's figure out what's here. Is there even a website still? Oftentimes their Twitter is no longer existing, like let alone a website for stuff. So I was very pleasantly surprised to stumble upon A, a whole white paper on how they did this, B, an active Discord, C, an active community. 
and yeah, so I'm I'm kind of just excited to to discover uh, this really cool project um, called Lost Miners of the Ether, which really is the last project. So yeah, I'm, and can uh, we just quickly touch on some of the tech because the the write up is cool. Yes. Um, so they have they made something called a rocket launcher, um, and what that did is it deployed the contract and then minted all of the NFTs in one transaction, and it was designed to take up like a fairly large amount of block space so that a competing contract couldn't also be there. And then it was aimed at the third last block before the merge. So here it is like, it's like measuring block height. You know, you know when the hash difficulty bomb is going to go off for the, for the merge. So you kind of, you're like measuring it and you're sort of using some feedback mechanism to figure out which block the merge will actually occur on. And then as soon as you, as soon as the program thinks it's the third last block, it deploys this and mints everything and takes up the whole block. <laughs> and then the next two blocks, I think that the team decided that it would be too gas heavy, uh, which is why they went for the third last block. And uh, as a result, the entire uh, NFT collection was minted in a flash. And hold on, there's more. But also, I'm excited. I think Frenchie for coming up um, and and repping the community. So I'm excited for for this particular part of it too. So they have something called the Forgotten's, <laughs> because according to to this Git book, they distributed ten thousand claim passes, right? So that you can then claim a lost miner, and then they opened it up for twenty four hour period. And so whoever didn't claim, and I'm just going to read this right off the site because I think it's, it's, this is just so cool to me. Therefore, any lost miners that were unclaimed were sent to a random wallet mnemonic. While it is theoretically possible they could have gone to an active wallet or one that activates in the future, the odds are overwhelming that these miners will be lost forever. They are the forgottens. <laughs> And then Divide and I are like, wait, let's look at the odds. And then instantly we thought about sand grains. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think there's two to the power of 160 different Ethereum wallets. And there's two to the power of 50-ish grains of sand on Earth. So there's more of your possible Ethereum wallets than grains of sand on Earth by a wide margin. Indeed. So good luck finding those lost miners. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely the well. They're remembered miners today because we're uh, <laughs> we're definitely excited. Um, but yeah, Frenchie, welcome. Nice to meet you. Thanks for uh, for coming up. Uh, thanks so much for uh, for having me up. Yeah, my uh, my my texts and everything were blowing up that you were talking about the miners. You're like, Jeff, you got to come talk about the miners. <laughs> so uh, really excited to have folks you know, find this story. And it's obviously one that we take a, a lot of uh, a lot of pride in and our community does. And it's one that we've we've felt that has a really nice thesis for the future. And uh, yeah, excited to be here and excited to have you all discover the miners. And it's really great to just hear it through fresh eyes, right? Because we, 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 we all have the curse of knowledge and we, and the community obviously has been around. But when we see fresh eyes be able to come in and tell us how they perceived it, it, it really is uh, pretty awesome. I have to say, like, I I never expected it to be like this awesome from a technical like data perspective, if that makes sense. Like never, you know, I don't know if you heard when I said like my hypothesis as someone who has been looking at like 70, you know, 7,700, like 7,000 plus projects, right? Like looking at trades, looking at everything. When it came time to think about the last project in my proof of work data set, 
I don't think like what could have been better than something of this like effort, right? And technical prowess to pull off to cap that like timestamp for Ethereum NFTs, like it, you know, in PFP culture. Like I just, I don't know. I'm I'm bullish on it from that perspective because the the tech was like it was such a gift to look at that last like entry on proof of work and be like, wait, no, no, this isn't random. This is actually really planned. And someone put a lot of effort into making it happen. And that makes me so excited that like, I don't know, it just makes me bullish on Ethereum and the the the, the tech community of Ethereum. Yeah, it really, I, I agree. I think it's a, I think it's a really good story. And on this one, I absolutely stand on the shoulders of giants to look tall. Uh, the engineers uh, that, that pulled this off, uh, particularly uh, Jim, who goes by Entropy, and Alex, who goes by Erlen, and the the work that those that those guys put in, and then a lot of the work that uh, Guilty Spark also put in on uh, the other side to really make all of the other dynamics of the collection come together. Just those guys are they're top top notch. They've uh, been with me for a number of years, and they they were able to to really pull this off. And all I was with was the guy with a whiteboard and an idea, and they and we kept this under wraps at the time because we didn't want to have the egg on our face of failure. Uh, but to plan the rocket launcher, to understand the the block height and the difficulty bomb, and to be able to calculate it, and then not. You know that the the they did this without without any bribes. Just you know, I, th I think it was like a hundred way gas setting or something. I mean, it it wasn't like super expensive, um, but it was super expensive in technical prowess and and basically getting that contract into that block for sure. So just really hats off to those guys and the stuff that they are building to kind of create the the different solutions they are to help onboard and be a part of this group that's going to help onboard the next generation of people into digital ownership is something that uh, that I'm very proud of them they're, they're they're a really impressive group no that's amazing and for those just tuning in a quick TLDR um, I'm talking about lost miners of the ether which is the last um, project that was fully minted and has a deployed fully minted contract on proof of work. And I discovered it through my data set when I finally did the cap of, of my data um, and realized that it wasn't random and it was very much planned by a group um, of folks and, and executed. And like, yeah, definitely if you're if you're nerdy, uh, read the white paper. It's impressive. And yeah, the fee was, it, it, it was 2.1 ETH, which is, I mean, comparable to you know, moderate network activity. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. I mean, coming into this now as an outsider, you know, relatively, because I like, I just discovered it through data of all things. What, what, like, what were the vibes like when all of this was going down? <laughs> like, like from your side of things, because I wasn't there, like, it'd be awesome to hear maybe some stories and some sentiment about like, where your community formed and, and and how all of this happened because obviously I was here and I didn't hear of it so I'm I'm curious about that. Yeah, so I um I mean I remember that night obviously very well and we had we had it fairly tight under wraps to just core people that needed to know because again we didn't one we didn't want anything to leak out that we were trying because we didn't want to create competition. And the contract was designed to have such a gas, the gas payload of the contract was designed so that it would be the only 
creation of a new collection that could make it into a block. So by designing the contract to a certain gas payload, they made sure that there wasn't enough room for another contract to be deployed in the same block. So we were either going to get it indisputably or we were going to miss because somebody else was going to block us out. Most likely we felt with a bribe or just or just just higher gas really is what we thought. So um, so there was just a lot of unknown still going into it. I mean, the rocket launcher, we felt good about it, but we didn't know if it was going to truly work. And and, it, and there was nobody sitting there pushing the button, right? We were sitting there waiting. And I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember Alex said, I think it just fired off. I think it just fired off. Yeah, yeah, we got one, one contract out, one, yep, we got another, another, we did four. So four contracts went into the mempool, right? Um, and that was the number that we had said. We said, let's give ourselves room because we were actually shooting for last proof of work and we also wanted proof, first proof of stake. And when the contract fired off, then it was this waiting game, right? Because everything had to clear through the mempool. Everything had to settle. We get on the other side. Did it time the merge right? Did we just merge? Okay, yes, we did. What block? Okay, here's the block. And then Alex was the first one that said it. He, he his, if I, it, it, Things get fuzzy on these, but the way I remember it was oh my God, it's there. And with that, I was like, are you serious? Probably a lot of cuss words in there because I tend to cuss like a sailor. And um, and just, just this uh, incredible excitement in the middle of the night in my house and that uh, we were each in our own places. Like we weren't, we weren't all in the same room. So I was, you know, alone at that point in, in the living room, me and my dogs. And I, and I started like yelling and my wife comes busting out of the room. What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Um, so yeah, it was wild. I mean, it was really wild. And, uh, you know, it, this one's the miners and I definitely want them to have their moment here, but you know, we also succeeded up for on the other side as well. So we got the, we, we got the bookend. We got the, the last one mine and the first one, first one of pure, pure proof of stake that didn't touch mining. Cause so we wanted to make sure that this one was fully isolated, last collection, so that's indisputable, last NFTs off of that collection. Um, and then the on the proof of stake side, it was critical that the contract not deploy and touch mining. It had to be clean proof of stake and then all the tokens be the first tokens in a proof of stake contract. And we felt those things were the provenance things that we needed to get right. And um, and we did on both sides. So it was, a, it was quite a celebration. Man, that's huge. It feels like it required basically a ton of hard work and then like a vision and then like a sprinkle of like all that luck. Because I mean, like, like you said, like someone could have, you know, I guess pushed it to go through. But like you guys were the ones that really wanted it the most. Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, you know, I, I find I don't I don't take luck offensively, um, you know, because I find that the harder I work, the luckier I get. So I think there's a strong correlation to luck and hard work. And um, but there was definitely some luck in this. I, I won't pretend there's not because, you know, it was we controlled the things we could control. And then we had to we had to rely on a little bit of lady luck. And she she uh, she shined on us that night. That's awesome. <laughs> That's truly crypto right there. I can just I gotta imagine check that collection out more. When when so when when was there like a Discord announcement that y'all pulled that you guys pulled this off and like did the pandemonium break loose? Like was there a lot of anticipation? Tell me about like how because there was that success story of the technical prowess, but then there was the distribution of tokens and like actually getting the miners into people's hands. Like what yeah. went down with that? Um, so I, some of the community members might remember this actually a little bit better than I do because things kind of started going to a blur, but I remember that there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of people that night then trying to lay claim to different narratives around the merge. 
And one of the things that we have been the absolute worst at for our entire time in this space is we're just not, I'm not a hype person, incredibly introverted by nature. Um, I don't like over-promising, so I try not to ever do that. And so that just doesn't, co- you know, that doesn't correlate well to hype. And so um, we, we just try to keep building and believing that if we build things that people want, eventually things like this will happen and you will find them and that others will find them. And if you just build good things, that, they'll, that those things will eventually take care of themselves and they'll have more sustainability. So I, there wasn't some just giant hype. Um, it was, if I remember correctly, as other people were starting to get, like we, we did post that, I, I'm pretty confident I did tweet that night that we had done it. Um, and because I said, look, I talked to Jim and Alice, I was like, yeah, other people are already claiming this. So I think I'd like maybe a couple hours after I said, if we don't at least put our flag in the ground and say, Hey, we're here too. And we're actually the ones that really are here that we may just get washed over. So I'm pretty sure I tweeted. And, uh, then the next day, I guess people started waking up and realizing in our community that we had it. And I feel like we had some spaces and stuff and, and explained what we had done and what we had. And, and then started kind of at least telling them the general idea of what we plan to do. And and there was a lot of buzz around it for sure. And then when the claims came, the claim passes, um, you know, those were completely free. We, we Because it was important to me that I, I wanted the provenance of this to be kind of in the punk ethos. Um, and so the claim, we didn't sell the claim passes. They were free. And we did an allow list. We did a random and we let everyone come and claim those. And so then you had those claim passes and those were selling for like, I mean, I think, I think some of those things sold for like $10. And, um, and then a little, and then, and then it started to kind of pick up a little bit. And then, and then the claim passes, we brought everyone that had a claim pass into discord and we uh, allowed them to basically then, because we weren't afraid that someone was going to steal the art because the, the provenance was the tokens, right? That was the provenance. So we started then working on the art. We got Charles Pate, who we knew. Charles is a world-class sculptor. He had never done a, a, a PFP project like this or anything. Never done crypt- He'd never done pixel art before. Um, and, but he, his sculpting was amazing. So we brought him in, told him what we wanted with the depth. We didn't, you know, we wanted to kind of not go flat like CryptoPunks, wanted to have a little more depth, explained all that. And the community had a hand in that, all the attributes. And then, and then we actually, uh, put all of the art into a token rater and we let the community go through and rate the ones they liked and didn't like. And so that really polished the final collection and the attributes and the way things ended up landing um, all randomly generated off of the algorithm, but still, you know, the people that had the passes were able to help in that curation process of the final art. And then everything, uh, you brought your claim passes in, you got your miners. We did a random to decide who would get the very last one. Um, and all the tokens actually. So you came in, your claim pass was then tied to a specific miner. That's why the forgotten were specific miners because the people that didn't use their claim passes, those were the exact miners that got uh, sent to the random mnemonics. And, and then the person that hit the last one, he was obviously very excited and there was a lot of buzz around that for a while. And, and that just recently sold for 50K, I think it was 40 or 50K, just recently sold to a, one of the largest numismatic collectors in the world and a guy that's been around our community, a big art collector. And, and he he bought that from um, probably maybe even being the audience here. But um, so that one was really cool. And then there's a lot of other cool stuff in the collection. I could ramble all day, but I'll stop. I love how it scales too. There's like the last collection and then there's the last, last thing. <laughs> there's, there's, there's always, you know, the, the one up of it. But yeah, thanks for giving us kind of a bit of an idea of the, the vibe and the sentiment. And I think it's, I think what you said is on point about that, like 
when kind of the dust fell, you know, the next day, kind of, you know, staking claim uh, to this and being like, actually, no, we we pulled this off and and, and, and here we are. Um, I can tell you that Divide and I definitely, like, we were pretty excited about it. And I don't know if that's just because we're nerdy weirdos, but we for sure were like, you know, dancing around our, <laughs> our kitchen being like, oh my God, as if this is like, this is real and actually purposeful and so so cool and exciting yeah it's, we went from data sets to reading the white paper <laughs> and just reading that, about it to be like wow <laughs> that's awesome that's really awesome and I, I love to hear that and um and you know again and, and it is a very attainable collection still and, and it was i know that there, like when when uh alpha acquired that last miner uh, some folks drug him into spaces i think originally he wasn't planning to talk about it but everybody's like man please talk about it and he gave the community uh, part of his thesis. And one thing that he said, and I didn't even know this, is that he unpacked the, the number of people that had actually mined during the mining era around the world. And it was like, I forget his number, but it was I want to say it was over a million people, which was way more than I would have guessed. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and he was saying, like, just look at that group alone. There's, there's no, there, you know, eventually those people will look back on that era and they'll be like, wait, I was there. I did that. I am one of those lost miners. And so... His point was that there was like that piece of the community and then everyone who had owned or participated in the early era um, that, that he felt the collection really kind of helped personify and book in that. And uh, I, I thought it was really cool to hear all that. So just a lot of different perspectives and ways that people can look at this collection and, and, uh, and form a thesis of why they think it, it matters. That's yeah, what it's all about right there. Oh, I love it. Well, and that was the, like, that was the funniest thing. Like, I think, I can't remember if I joked around with divide on this, but I definitely had this like thought of, okay, well, for me, I'm not, I'm not getting one because of utility. First of all, it's going in my book as the last project, but more than that, the utility is that it is the last project. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the, that's the part that, that made me laugh about it. Like in my own mind, I'm just like, no, no, this is, this is really, really interesting. And yeah, at first I thought it was kind of like, I don't care which one I get. I just need one because I need to put this in my publication because it's so important. But I, then I was like, wait, and then I started deep diving it a little more. Um, and then I, I just like, you know, put a bunch of offers in on, on a female one. And I was like, okay, 10% female. Yep. That sounds about representative of our space. Perfect. Bang on. I'm in, maybe I'll get one. So yep. I decided that somebody, um, somebody let one go for, for, for me to, to have one that I actually really like. And I love 3D glasses. So the fact that I have a 3D headlamp, I'm, I'm definitely vibe with that. Um, love it. Love it. Also, what kind of trade is that? Three D headlamp. It's so cool. I know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up and see if you guys have the first three D headlamp, or if someone else front ran you on that one. I have that data. <laughs> yes, yeah, I see Matt with his hand up. Do you have any uh, questions or comments, Matt? Welcome up. I'm kind of smiling. I thank you for having me up. I think it's really rad that you guys found this through the data set and stuff. That's I I, I know that's probably making Jeff smile really big. Um, I had a question for Jeff. I've been in this community for a little while, but one thing as he was going through the history of the Lost Miners, I, and I don't know if I know the answer to this or not, I think it would be interesting uh, for the group to hear. But Jeff, when you, after you guys successfully, you know, completed this final contract, did, did we know or did you know right away that it was going to be the Lost Miners or did it? Did we have a little gap in between kind of like, what are we going to do with this and, and what's it going to become? 
Yeah, no, we, it was it was fairly quickly. I'd, I'd have to go back, man, and, and unpack exactly how fast all of that stuff came. I mean, we were definitely looking at it from the technical side first um, because it was there was no need for us to really – that's why the community helped build the art because we didn't know we were even going to succeed, and it would all be a moot point. And if, if this had failed – those contracts would be sitting there in the middle of a block somewhere and you wouldn't even know that they were, they were there. We would have never said anything about them, right? We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have said, hey, we tried and failed. We'd have just let that go. But, uh, or maybe we would have, I don't know. I talk, to, I talk about failures all the time now that I say that. I, we probably would have talked about it. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't even remember myself, Matt. Like some of this stuff is kind of fuzzy now. It's, it's been a little while. So, but it was, it was pretty quick on that one. The, the, on the other side, the first proof of stake, that one took a lot, lot longer to shape up. But the, the, this one was pretty obvious, pretty quick. Um, that what it what it what it needed to represent. I love that. I'm like, well, okay. So when I hit volume two of of my coffee table book, which will be proof of stake, I I already know what the first project is. There you go. There you <laughs> thanks, go. Thanks for making that part easy. Um, yeah. That's that's hilarious. Well, I want to I want to thank you for coming up and 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 the community for pulling up. Like that's that's amazing um, for something I discovered through uh, a JSON file. <laughs> <laughs> on my own time, I actually couldn't be more bullish on our space in general. I don't know, like I have the weirdest NFT stories in my time in Web3. And this one is just like being added as, as you know, to my to my crazy stories. in NFT. That's what it's all about right there. So these oh, are all it's, artifacts right here. It's just so, so cool. Like, I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to tell this later at like some, you know, some NFT uh, campfire when all of us are like, yeah, back in the day, this is definitely going in uh, in those books for sure. I want to give um, a quick opportunity too for for any other like lost miners members that are listening if you want to come up and and share anything we we totally don't bite and encourage people to come and and chat with us it's uh it's it's an open space so if you if you're listening and you've never spoken in a space before this is definitely the space to yeah or any other topics honestly feel free to come up ask them and whatnot yeah i think coinbase just like started working again fyi Oh, no. I love how you're glued to that. Well, I definitely, I, I see, Frenchie, you have your hand back up. Let's go back to you. And then I, I want to get to to Root uh, today, too, before we, we end things. So back to you, Frenchie. I, I just wanted to make one quick point um, to something you said that is super important, is that the uh, the miners absolutely uh, do not have utility other than what they are. That You you hit the nail on the head. Like our, our little, our hashtag is they exist. And I have just completely made it very clear to everyone that there is no utility. Every now and then, somebody will sneak into Discord, totally well-meaning, because we're doing a lot of other stuff. And they'll come in and and they'll say, hey, maybe you could do this for the miner. I'm, no, (laughs) no, we're not. We're not not touching it. Like, Like, we will not take any of our other projects, any of the other stuff we're working on and say, oh, and by the way, if you own a miner, you get, no, that is not going to happen. Um, These will be... Uh, digital relics in the purest form, and they exist, and that that's it. And uh, and I think that's awesome, and I think that's that's an important important piece of their narrative. I agree. That was like you. I mean, you front ran the utility by doing all the tech. <laughs> like that's that's the prowess in this. So yeah, I'm I'm totally in on that. Um, I don't know how to put those consonants together into one word, so I, I could try. Uh, but BRFTW, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the stage. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, when this all happened as a community member, 
I think it was very evident very quickly to to everybody that was in the Discord already that that heard about what Frenchie and the team had done, how significant it was, and what the potential for this collection could be. And uh, you know, I, I want to say thank you to Frenchie and the team for like putting this out there as a free mint. Like they could have just sold the collection for a million dollars immediately if they wanted, but instead they gave back to the community. And here we are today. And I think, like Frenchie said, some of those claim passes sold for next to nothing. And it's still accessible, right? You can still you can still go get a miner for a little over 0.1 ETH right now. But, you know, I, I, it's been a pretty awesome ride and it's going to be really cool to see what happens in the future. And I think most of the people in the community that have been here since the beginning, if you look at what they've held, they've not sold off their miners. They've just held them. That's why you can see historically there's been a really low number of miners listed in general. So if, if you're going to get one, now's the time. <clears throat> yeah, I really appreciate the, the the kind words there. And I definitely don't want to, uh, and, and I'm not suggesting at all that, that, that you are, but I, you know, it's, I would love to have more folks join for sure. That's why it's there, right? And we we definitely want more folks to come. And I think what 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 uh, what BRFR BRFTW is saying is um, is is absolutely true about the holders. They're here for the right reasons. They do believe in what we're doing and uh, what with the with 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 Ethereum as a whole. Um, I think they believe in the the idea that. You know, L2s are going to scale Ethereum, and you know my that that one day Ethereum will be the the, the decentralized ledger that'll power all that, and mostly a chain for computers. And these early relics likely will trade on L2s, which is fine. The provenance is still there to the original token. I, mean, I think you're going to trade CryptoPunks on L2s because I think the gas is just going to get too prohibitively expensive um, in the future, and. When that happens, I think the miners will trade in that same way, but that doesn't change that provenance, the key provenance of being there in that, you know, what I think could go down, not think, I believe very strongly will go down is the vintage era of NFTs. I'm a collector of sports cards and other things, and we have vintage eras. We have vintage eras in comics. We have antiques and all types of different things. And I really do believe that not every, and, and, and understand this, not every vintage trading card is worth a lot of money. There's tons of cards that were produced in the 1800s that are still in good shape, that, that are not very, they're, they're, you could pick them up for 10 bucks. I mean, or less, like, or somebody might hand you one for free. So just because something is old doesn't mean it's valuable. So I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, is that the vintage era, which I think is that mining age of Ethereum, those, that seven year block, I think is where the vintage NFTs will, will, will come from if we if were in a hundred years that I, I feel, I do feel very strongly of that. And then in that, which are the ones that matter? What is the 1952 Mickey Mantle, which is the benchmark, the bellwether for cards, for sports cards, and or the Hannes Wagner from from the, the T209 set around the turn of the century? What are those bellwethers? And then what are the other things that matter in that hierarchy? And I, I think it'll come from this era. Yeah, it's all about like provenance and also impact of what a collection did, you know? So it's about picking those out. You're talking to a couple of stick figures. And, hey, uh, I was going to say, I mean, I think, come on I think now. We're on the I'm... same page. No roadmaps, just impact and provenance and memes.
Yep. I, uh, well, and I mean, if you know me in this space, you know, I, I always say I'm and, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I love my mutant and I love my MFR. And now I love my lost miner because I just love that. Like a whole team went out and pulled this off and I found it through my data set. Like that's, that's just so ridiculous. No, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's one thing to talk to the founder. It's another thing to have some of the community come up and, and share that too, right? Like that's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I, I appreciate you coming up. And yeah, like, I mean, I, like I said, I just tip my toe into, uh, you know, a, a database and found this project. And my intention really was like, my motivation was, was me coming out with my book. I had no other motivations. And so it was kind of incredible to to come across something that was intentional. I think that that's the big TLDR for me is uh, my hypothesis was was very much proven wrong in my research because I hypothesized that the last collection on proof of work would not be intentional. And I have my own reasons for thinking that. Um, anything from just not thinking it was possible to, you know, thanking Lady Luck to like who would even care. Uh, and so, yeah, to come across it and... <laughs> And realize that it's actually quite the opposite of what I anticipated um, is as a researcher, that's the best, really. <laughs> like, how cool is that to, to, to discover something completely the opposite of what I expected? It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, well, Mac, I, I know we usually run these for an hour, but I definitely have more time to to run it a little bit longer today. I don't know if you do or not, but I'm happy to do that because I, I do want to chat with Root as well and his upcoming collection. And, you know, if you want to have anything else that you want to add, but Frenchie, thank you for, I mean, you know, feel welcome to, to hang out with us, but thank you so much for for coming up and giving us uh, more into the project and the history the community. Obviously, Divide and I are part of it now. So we're in the Discord and hanging out. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to meet new folks uh, in, uh, in Web3. So that's really great. You know, thank you so much for uh, yeah, just uh, for stumbling across the my. I, I won't say stumble. Thanks for uh, thanks for finding it where we put it. <laughs> How about that? And, yeah, um, that's the best part, right? Yeah, like it's exactly yeah. what you meant to do, and it did its job. Just a few, like you know, a year or so later. Yeah, yeah. So thanks so much for that. I will. Um, I, I will. I'll step down. I'm actually preparing a pretty big uh, announcement for our community. We got to get through today. So uh, not not any alpha there. Everybody knows it's coming, but. Um, so uh, I'll drop down, but really do appreciate you uh, finding the miners. I look forward to seeing you in Discord and on Twitter. And, uh, and I can't wait to get the book. And I, I promise you'll have a very interested cohort of people now that are going to be uh, really excited about that book. Uh, I was I will I will go out on a limb and say that you will probably have about a 90% sell through to miner holders. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, and, and, I'm a, and I'm sure quite a few of us will be buying multiple. So definitely keep us in the loop there. We can't wait for it. Oh, 100% will do. Yeah, no, this is this is pretty great. I mean, one of the last pages goes to your project. So there you go. Love it. Love it. Thanks so much. You guys have a have a great rest of your uh, space. I, I may I may drop down still still listen, but I'll I'll drop on stage. Yeah, thanks so much. Bye -bye. So yeah, I mean, just a quick recap for anybody who's who's new who's joining um and we're, we're going to pivot into chatting with Root about his upcoming collection, um, Currents on Solana. But we were just speaking with one of the founders of um, Lost Miners, the Ether. And I mean, there's a bunch of other things going on, but I specifically stumbled upon that project through my data set as the last project of work. Um, so uh, we were just, you know, totally <laughs> in luck in, in having um, the founder and some of the community members come up and, and chat with us about it. And, You've been listening to BPX After Dark, Daytime Extra, broadcast live at Radish Digital, that's digital with a J. 
Thank you for tuning into our show. A special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand, commented during the broadcast, or came on stage helping to make Block Packs the best community. Block Packs is a community built by collectors and players for collectors and players. That's it for this broadcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.